Hello, beautiful humans. I'm Zach. And I'm Austin. And, and this, this is The Human Vibe. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to The Human Vibe. I'm Zach. And today, we actually don't have Austin here. <laughs> and uh, that's for a couple reasons. We actually have some really exciting things uh, to announce here in the next four to five weeks. We've got some projects going on, some travel, and some different experiences that we planned a while back. Um, and so I will be sharing that later in this podcast episode. Um, and before we really jump into a couple other things, for those of you who might be listening for the first time, I'm Zach and my fiance Austin and I both decided to move to Europe in 2021. We were living in Indianapolis in uh, the United States and decided we wanted to do something to really invest in us, invest in our happiness. We love traveling um, and decided that you know, let's do it. Let's take a leap of faith. We have so far lived in Ireland and then in Italy, and now we're in Croatia um, with a couple other things planned in the future. Um, so this podcast is really all about our adventures, our travels, but it's really a broader conversation as well about the human experience, about our happiness, about mental health. Um, we'll talk about anything and everything that has to do with being human. Um, so welcome, and thank you so much for listening. I want to take a moment to dive into something before I share more of our personal updates, um, because the world has obviously changed quite a bit since we released our last episode. Um, here in Europe, obviously right now there are things going on. Um, Ukraine has been invaded by Russia, and we have had a massive... Uh, amount of you reach out to us and ask if we're okay and if we plan to stay in Europe. Um, the answer to that is yes, we are remaining in Croatia. We feel very safe here. Thankfully, Croatia is a NATO member, um, so we feel very protected here. There is a military presence um, from the United States and also Croatia here, so um, we plan to stay in Europe uh, until something happens, but we're keeping ourselves updated. Um, and I want to kind of give a little bit of a commentary because quite a few of our friends have asked us, you know, what what's going on? How are things changing just from your day-to-day -day experience? Um, and the first thing I, I really want to say, and Austin and I both, I know he's not here today in this episode recording, but we both just want to say that we have been incredibly shocked, like I'm sure most of you are, um, at what is happening in Ukraine. Obviously, Ukraine is a sovereign country and a country of incredibly beautiful people. We have friends who are from the U.S. who live in Ukraine. We know people originally from Ukraine. And so this is something that I feel like has affected and impacted so many of us. Um, and really, living in Europe, it, it is wild that of all of the the times for us to be here, it's right now while this is happening. And it, it really does feel like it's kind of been building up over, you know, the course of, of a few years, especially with Putin's continued um, aggression toward the West and just a lot of the rhetoric that's been going on in the media uh, about Russia. 
Um, but I think that we're still all really shocked. Even here in Croatia, the the general feel is that people are just kind of in disbelief that in 2022 uh, that something like this could happen. And so we are in solidarity and in prayer for the people of Ukraine. Um, and really, I think that this is going to prove to be a, a, a massive turning point for Europe. Um, I'm for those of you who have not been catching up or like keeping up on on the news from other countries and how they're approaching this. I think one of the the things that should be noted is just it's it's wild how this incident has brought Europe together in a way that I think we haven't seen since the establishment the establishment or the founding of the European Union. Um, earlier, whenever we first moved uh, to Europe, one of the things Austin and I talked about was how we felt like there was a, a pretty large disconnect um, within the EU. And maybe that was because of COVID. Borders definitely changed and strengthened and going from country to country um, became a lot more difficult. And I think that that created a, a feeling of disconnect in general. But what's happening right now in Europe is kind of remarkable. And I think it's something that, especially like in political science, which is something that I, I studied and I'm pretty passionate about, um, something that we'll study in the future is just how these events will shape and reshape the European Union and the way that it approaches its own security. Um, for example, you know, a country like Germany, after the Second World War, and even within, you know, after the reunification of East and West Germany, it kind of made this vow to have a pretty weak military. And it's gotten a lot of criticism for that. But just recently, in the past day or two, the German government has decided to up its security, provide um, defense assistance to Ukraine, which is something that it it was the country was pretty adamant about not doing. And the tone has shifted and changed because there's kind of this idea that democracy in Europe needs to be kept intact. And Putin is, I mean, he's a dictator. Let's be very honest about that. He is a he's a dictator. So um, Chancellor Schultz just recently made a speech in front of the Bundestag, which is the parliament in Germany, announcing that they would be spending at least 2% or over 2% of its GDP on defense, which is a complete shift in paradigm from where it was before. Um, and it will be assisting Ukraine in, in defense as well. Um, France is also taking a much harder line on defending democracy in Europe. And, and it's interesting to see Germany and France begin to collaborate in a way that I don't think that we've seen in a long time. And for us, you know, even a country like Ireland, which is pretty isolated compared to the rest of mainland Europe, um, though still a member of the EU, Ireland has come to a point where they there's so much solidarity with the rest of Europe right now. I mean, you have build the like the main government building in Cork where we lived, um, lit up with the colors of of the Ukrainian flag, and you see that also in London. And it's not even just in Europe. We're seeing this massive movement uh, of democratic nations coming together and saying this is not okay because 
you know, a country like Ukraine, which is has been peaceful and, you know, is a sovereign nation being attacked and invaded, it, it's not okay. And so it it's interesting to live here right now at this time in history uh, and just to see how society is changing. I mean, even the day-to-day here, you now see people with signs um, talking about standing with Ukraine. People are wearing the colors of the Ukrainian flag. I think, you know, just catching up with the news and, and seeing some of the videos and the footage coming out of Ukraine, it, it's interesting just to see how the Ukrainian people do feel like the world is with them, at least supporting them. And as we see more and more sanctions being pressed against them and countries that don't even normally speak out on these matters, like South Korea standing and saying, hey, this is not okay. And even in Australia, you've got massive protests going on on behalf of the Ukrainian people. I mean, I just think that right now, um, this is a moment in history that that really can shape so much. And so for us, we we have seen and felt a massive shift in the EU. I feel like the people here feel more European now um, than they did before. And it's, it's, it's sad that something as tragic and as heartbreaking as, as this war, um, that this is something that can bring everybody together. But I think this is a moment when the world and especially democratic countries need to stand together and say, Hey, you know what, this is not okay. Um, so we hope and we pray that, uh, a solutions that, Ukraine and its allies and partners um, seek that it will bring about peace and that Putin will realize that he can't get away with this. Um, And so I hope that, you know, if you're listening to this, that, you know, we're all in agreement on that. Um, Because, you know, this really is pretty unprecedented, or at least it's, it's something that hasn't happened in Europe since World War II. So I just want to say one, that Austin and I are both safe, schnitzel as well, (laughs) that we are safe, um, that we are keeping ourselves up to date on everything from um, the U.S. Department of State, making sure, you know, if any sort of warnings come about that we adhere to those guidelines, um, but that we are safe. And we are also just here to support Ukraine. And um, there are quite a few organizations that accept donations um, to help families who are fleeing and refugees from Ukraine and other countries right now um, because that is is something that's happening and so I actually recently saw a post from one of my friends who lives in Austria and um, she was promoting a uh, organization that's collecting things like sleeping bags and clothing and anything that refugees might need Um, because a lot of them fled without having time uh, to pack things up and and have adequate amount of things, you know, to be able to survive and live, you know, over the course of the next few months if this lasts that long. Um, So I will link in the podcast description a couple different organizations if you're interested in donating or just learning more. Um, That will be included in the podcast description, so check that out. And again, we are standing with Ukraine and really praying that peace comes for them and that um, justice and democracy will prevail there. So um, 
with that, I just also want to move into kind of what's been going on with us and with the human vibe. Uh, it's been a little bit since we posted our last episode, obviously with just the world events and things that are going on and things that are happening with us personally. Um, it's been a little bit difficult just to get something released, but we planned some travel uh, before everything happened um, in Ukraine. And so we've actually been apart uh quite a bit lately, just experiencing different things and collecting new stories. Um, we also have a couple different projects in the pipeline, and we anticipate that we will have some really exciting news for all of you. So we will announce that here on the podcast and also on our Facebook and Instagram. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, we are at underscore the human vibe underscore and on Facebook as The Human Vibe. Um, we post on there any uh, major announcements or, or things that are going on, so make sure you check that out. Um, but those announcements will probably be coming in the next four to five weeks. We'll be able to give you guys a little bit more details about you know what's happening and what's been going on in our neck of the woods. But in the next couple of weeks, we'll be releasing a few episodes on some of the more practical uh, travel uh, tips that we've got. Um, we have had quite a few messages come in over Instagram and Facebook from all of you, just asking us some some of the details about, you know, whenever we lived in Italy, what were, you know, some of the challenges we talked about? Um, you know, how did we overcome that? What were some of the resources? I actually want to share how I got my phone back, <laughs> or how I got a new phone rather, because that was an experience. And if you are someone who ever needs to have something shipped from the US to Europe, I've got a lot of really great information for you because that was a hassle. Uh, if you haven't heard the podcast episode on when my phone got stolen, <laughs> definitely check that out because that is something that um, while it created a massive headache, it also was a, a, a great uh, learning experience for us. And I learned a lot about shipping laws and taxes whenever you send something from the U.S. to Europe that I didn't know before. <laughs> and so I'll be sharing things like that. Um, Austin will also be doing little episodes about some of his travel tips um, and some of the more practical things like how we're booking our flights. We've got a lot of requests for information about flying with a dog. That's probably actually been one of our biggest um, request for information from people is we have flown with schnitzel and we've actually flown with him in uh, the cabin with us. And so we've learned how to do that pretty well and how to travel around Europe with a dog. We obtained a pet passport and had to go through that process. So those are some of those more practical travel tips that we want to be able to share with all of you. Um, so the next few weeks, those are kind of what our episodes will be. They'll be a little bit shorter than the normal ones. And when Austin and I are reunited, we will continue our storytelling and talk about how we got to Croatia, which has, it's been such an incredible experience. I, I just can't recommend, um, experiencing Croatia to all of you. It's been just the most beautiful experience being here. The people are incredibly nice. Um, you know, our journey going from Italy to Croatia was one of the 
easiest, <laughs> one of the easiest trips that we've done so far. Um, and so we will share information about that, about getting around in Croatia. It's a little bit different. I feel like every country has its own nuances when it comes to travel. I mean, going from Ireland to Italy, very different travel approaches. And here in Croatia, again, it's a lot different than, you know, a country like Germany or Austria or Ireland. So we'll talk about that as well. Um, but yeah, this is a shorter episode, but I just wanted to put out uh just a little bit of information about what's been going on. Let you all know that we are safe, that we will make sure that we keep ourselves updated on what's going on in Europe right now. Um, and honestly, the general consensus right now is it, it does feel safe. It feels very safe here in Croatia. Um, I feel like the EU is really stepping up security in a way and defense in a way that we haven't seen honestly, since it was established. And um, we're also, this is a moment where I feel like we do feel very thankful and blessed to be U.S. citizens because, um, you know, Europe and, and the United States and Canada, they all have such a strong relationship. And it's moments like these when we realize, you know, it's good for us to have those friendships and those allies and those partnerships because, Without that, I don't think that Ukraine could get through what what's going on right now. And so we are very thankful and very blessed to be U.S. citizens and to be partners with countries like Croatia and Italy, Germany, Ireland. Um, so, yes, keep uh, keep an eye out on our Facebook page and our Instagram for updates and new posts that are coming out and episodes um, and feel free to send us messages and check in on us because we do read those. We may not be able to respond to all of them, but we do read them and we take them into consideration. And that's one of the reasons why we've kind of compiled a list of things we want to talk about and share with you. So if you're interested in knowing how do you fly with a dog overseas, how do you get a pet passport in the EU? Can you get a pet passport as an, as a U.S. citizen? Obviously you can because we are. Um, and things like booking train travel or uh, currency exchange. We've had a lot of great questions about cre using credit cards in Europe and what are some good cards to use, things like that. Um, so if those are topics that you're interested in, look out for new episodes coming out in the next four to five weeks. And we'll be sharing all of those travel tips with you. We'll be linking things for you as well, just so that you've got information from other sources. Um, but thank you again. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you who have reached out, asked us how we're doing, have checked in on us. We really appreciate it. And we also appreciate everyone who has been so vocal about supporting Ukraine right now during this incredibly difficult and, and honestly shocking time. Um, this war is, it really is, has been such a shock to the world, I feel like. And so thank you to everybody who has been so vocal, who um, has been really proactive about sharing information, how people can help these refugees um, and continue to do so. Because you know what, at the end of the day, collectively, our voices do matter. And I feel like while Putin is making uh, a lot of these decisions as an, an you know, as a dictator, basically, um, a lot of people in Russia 
uh, he's not speaking for everyone. And I feel like the world uh, collectively that our voices can drown out um, the voice of a dictator. And so thank you to everybody who, who has really been proactive and involved in this, who has been sharing um, great information and keeping us all up to date. Um, We really appreciate it because uh, for us, it's really important that we keep ourselves up to date on everything that's going on in Europe. So thank you again. You all are wonderful. We are sending you all good vibes um, and we are going to continue to pray for Ukraine. Thank you so much for listening and thanks for vibing with us. Thank you.